September 20th, 2021. What's up to our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the Geek Nation? You're currently tuning into the Cult Pop Podcast live stream, aka Spoiler Alert, episode 753, probably, where we review the past week's comics as well as talk about some fun pop culture topics for your viewing and listening pleasure. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo, owner of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, located at 4327 Main Street. Um, a pretty cool shop which caters to nerdy and nerd-adjacent individuals of all shapes and sizes. Sans poopy jerks who go on and on about jerky poopy things that collectively make most people cringe. Um, that's it. Uh, Brian's with me this week. Hey. Hi, Brian. Hey, I'm here. Hi. Uh, Noel didn't, didn't write the, um, the script this week, so there's nothing clever or fun. Hmm. <laughs> um... <laughs> Prepare yourselves for no fun. Yeah, get strap in. Yeah, no question. And strap on. Yeah. Some of you strap uh, in, some of you strap on. I have Captain Morgan sliced apple rum. Ah. So, and some you've taken to dry. it. Oh, yeah. that's good mix. Yeah, yeah. So, that stuff is right. good, right? It smells like apples when you open up the, oh. the bottle. Yeah, it tastes like apples too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you to everyone joining us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. If you like what we're doing here, and I can't imagine that you do, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share your feelings with us. Mm. The joy of doing this live is hanging out with you guys in the chat. So if you feel so inclined, comment. Give us give us stuff to riff, riff about. Uh, normally in the chat, or I'm sorry, normally in the notes, uh, we have all sorts of information uh, regarding what we're going to be discussing, as well as the... Um... Sorry, I heard a noise, but it's, it's spooky. Ooh, <laughs> it's some, I heard some spooky. What kind spooky, of noise was it? A spooky noise. Interesting. Uh, well, we don't have any of that, because uh, Noel didn't do it. So, uh, Christopher Goodnight is in the chat. Uh, looks like he was just complaining that we were late. He was uh, well. He just said waiting is the hardest part. That's actually kind of complimentary. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he can't wait for us to to get here. He's like pointing <laughs> fingers. Meanwhile, Robin yeah. and Rose just being like, "Good evening." You know what, JD? I uh, see you drinking that uh, sliced apple and and ginger ale. I haven't got anything, but I think I'm going to go grab a cider. So here we go. All right. This makes for excellent viewing and listening pleasures. Uh, listen, what we're going to do first is I Am Batman. So I Am Batman is the new series from DC Comics uh, regarding, I did it. you guessed it, Batman. There's a new Batman in town. His name is Jace. I guess by this point, it's not a spoiler, right? It's been like six months. It's been a while, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jace Fox is the son of Lucius Fox, who now has all of Bruce Wayne's fortune 
And um, so far, because in, in the future, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. In future state, we see that he is, is the Batman, and everyone thinks that Bruce Wayne is dead. Although, spoiler alert, he's not dead. Uh, as you find out in Future State Detective comics, uh, but in Future State Batman, Jace is the is the current Batman, and he's got a kind of a different style. And after Future State, we went back in time to now, and we've been sort of viewing how Jace gets to be Batman in the future. There was a digital only series called Forgotten Son, which I read one issue of, and then For the it show. felt very. Yeah, for the show, it felt very much like a digital release in both writing and art. Uh, it felt inconsequential and kind of boring, and the art was not good. And then there was I Am Batman Zero. That just came out a couple of weeks ago. I did not have a chance to read that yet. But my understanding, my flawed understanding, was that we would be watching Jace go from now into the future state in the future. And so when this came out, I thought I Am Batman number one by John Ridley and Olivier Coipel would be current. Because hmm. it doesn't have the words future state on it. Like future state Gotham Which is a currently over, running series. Yeah, it's a holdover from yeah. future state, but yeah. it's currently printed. Yeah. Uh, it's called future state Gotham. And so I'd assume if it was going to be part of future state, it would be called future state I Am Batman or whatever. Not the case. So anyone who's confused... Welcome. <laughs> and doesn't open with like uh, years from now or right. something like that. You in know, the state. Yeah, exactly. It just uh, either wearing like regular clothes, walking around regular buildings of this time. Yeah. So there's like nothing to clue you in that it's in the future until, well, like a few pages in, he says, uh, "Batman's been missing for years." So six, six years. So Six it, years. Yeah. And it gives you an idea that something is up. And if you read Future State, then you know that it fits into that. But it definitely doesn't catch you up. Now, maybe number zero does, but not number one, really. Just one little box that says yep. year, six years from now. Right. Absolutely. So uh, and also there's like the fear state. Christopher Goodnight is down here uh, in the chat talking about, well, isn't it said during fear state? I, I don't know. Fear State is current, isn't it? But so another State misleading thing, because he in this book is talking about the things that they're setting up in Fear State, right? Like the magistrate. And yep. he says something about like the scarecrows going to attack again or something along those lines, or there could be a fear gas. And that is the stuff that they're talking about in the modern day Batman comics right now. So yeah. another confusing element. So here's here's my theory. Hmm. Uh, I think that I Am Batman, the book that we are currently talking about, is, was done. And it was what the next Batman book was going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, but then because 5G never happened and then it became Future State and it was just a two-month rigmarole <laughs> that um, they decided we need something to pad this time. So we're going to do Batman Second Son, and then we're going to do I Am Batman number zero, just to get us to I Am Batman number one. 
I don't know if that's the case, but that's the way it feels. Uh, everything up until this point feels extraneous. Now, that all being said, I Am Batman, number one, was dope. I yeah. really like this. I thought this was really it. good. And looking at Olivier Coipel's art is a big factor. Uh, Olivier Coipel is an amazing artist. I love his work. I'm always glad to see it. And he always adds something to the experience for me. So John Ridley's writing is also very good. But the Olivier Coipel art really... I may have enjoyed Forgot or Second Son as well as um, why well, didn't read I Am Batman number zero, but at least Forgotten Son, no Second Son. I may have enjoyed more if it had this sort of artwork. Hmm. Um, what did you think of it, Brian? I did. Can you go back for a second to the cover? I can. Uh, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's great. Oh. And you did it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I didn't. You know, I looked at the cover, but I just. I breezed right past it when I read the book. I opened it up and I, oh no, you know what? It didn't even have this cover. It was a variant cover. So, ah! <laughs> so uh, that is exactly what I want to point out. The indicia, the bat sig- uh, symbol in the I am is very cool. Oh, uh, I love, oh, thank you for pointing that yeah. out. Yes. I love this type, uh, type mm-hmm. one. This is yeah, where the, the empty space of the A is made by the center part of the Batman thing. Yeah. Oh, it's very negative cool. Space, it works yeah. Inside. yeah, negative space. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. wonderful. Uh, yeah, really cool. I liked it too. I liked how it opened with, um, not, not the immediate opening, but they do one of the things where they <laughs> not talk the ad about... for Titans United. <laughs> <laughs> it got me excited for a book that I would read later in the day. Um, he goes into one of those, sometimes stories will do like, a, here's the cool things about the stuff that I've got. Um, kind of soliloquy, you know? Mm-hmm. And they do that here where, yes, that is the cover that I saw. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they do that here where he's, he's listing his tech and the different stuff. I like, and I, they do it well. And I like that kind of thing where it's like, I got this cool thing. The batons coming out of the hand is cool. Yeah. Um, and also the um, non-Newtonian fluid in the in the suit, right? So, Brian, this, as you may know, what is that? What's non-Newtonian fluid? Oh well, I'll tell you. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Yeah, <laughs> they um, uh, they have this now. A non-Newtonian fluid is a kind of fluid that gets harder when force is delivered to it, right? And there are a number of non-Newtonian fluids uh, like ketchup and I think toothpaste maybe and blood are non-Newtonian fluids, right? They're also uh, used in motorcycle armor where it'll be like a kind of like a gel, a flexible gel, unless it's hit with a force and then it becomes hard. Uh, You may have done something like this where when you were a kid, there was like you did a science experiment and... Mm -hmm. There's, uh, it's like cornstarch and water or something. You mix it together and it's a liquid. And then when you squeeze it, it becomes hard in your hand. Um, so he's got that. Jace has that in his bat suit. And I thought that that was very cool because uh, it's something that's in use now, but he's got a better future version of it, a thinner version. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's really cool. I think it's called like D90 or something like that. It's this orange kind of thing. And you put it in his plates and it becomes hard if there's an impact. Yeah, it's very cool. So, yeah, I had no idea what any of that meant, uh, and I'm glad that you told me. Thank you. Oh well, I'm I'm glad that I did too. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Mars story, says, "I hope everyone is doing great." Thank you, Mars. Are you doing great, doing Brian? Great too. Yeah. Oh, great. I'm doing it. Um, the uh, I liked the character of this Batman too. 
where yeah. he's not a um, he's not an urban legend. Like he goes out of his way to be a presence in the city and like be seen after he's done whatever he's done. Um, and uh, I thought that that was an interesting take on Batman because there's not a lot of like what can you do with a different character as Batman that still feels like Batman but isn't just a different character as Bruce Wayne as Batman. You know what I mean? Doing the same Batman stuff. Yep. They did it all right with Nightwing because he was like a happier Batman filling in. Smile. For yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that was how they knew it was not the same Batman. But yep. yeah, that was cool. Um, so yeah, what do you think of his of his characterization? Oh, I, I like him a lot. I was kind of laughing because uh, the first thing. Uh, one of the first perps he takes down he takes down is he happens upon some some teenage ruffians tagging yeah. uh, they're spray painting yeah. uh, they're spray painting a wall and he goes for real sick tags but respect other people's property see if you can replace uh, if you can find someplace else to throw those up and then he's like uh, he can see them in the rear view and they just go right back to tagging yeah. they just continue spray painting um, and then you know, I would like to see that as an ad. You know how they, they do these ads? There'll be like a hostess thing or just yes. like a little uh, announcement about like do the right thing or <laughs> which are great. I would like to see this reproduced as that, you know, he's like, hey, guys, you should stop tagging and then leaves and they are still tagging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's one to grow on. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and then another guy, the next guy he comes across is uh, uh, he's, he's driving like a jerk. So Batman's okay. He's driving like a jerk on a street with other cars on it. Mm-hmm. So his, his solution Batman's is to, uh, you know, shoot out one of his uh, batons mm. and, uh, Make the car crash real bad. <laughs> just it just he, crashes the fuck out of that car. Does he reach in and grab the wheel, or like what actually causes? He, okay, so he's got you know he was talking earlier about um, how he's got these batons that shoot out of his gauntlet, but don't yeah. aren't disconnected, yeah. so they're part of his gauntlet, right? Uh, he takes it and jams that in the wheel. Cl- right. If you remember the club, yes, uh, yeah. yes, the, the anti theft device, yeah. the yeah. club. He does that into the guy's wheel, steering wheel, which then makes him do fucking flips. Right. Almost, like, there's no way he does not know, and there's no way he knows if this maneuver will murder this kid. Right. <laughs> but he does any number of other people right. in the road or on the street. Um, so he jumps from, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, kids, Maybe maybe think better about your choices to uh, attempted manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, it's it's a fun book. Oh, and, yeah. and you know they're also sort of dealing with they kind of doing like a QAnon type thing, right? Because mm-hmm. people because of the magistrate and because of what's going on in the future state, there are folks who don't believe in uh, the government and they don't believe in cops and all this other stuff for good reason. But basically, you know, he's got this guy he's fighting. He says, you're nothing but a a foot soldier for the hidden agenda. So. And they even have a name. There's like an online presence that is shaping that kind of thing. Um, And I forget. If you remember, that's the guy who, uh, during Fear State number one, Mm. sort of has been posing as Oracle. Yes. Yeah. but I think there's, I think he's got like a name now, like a different name. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't remember what that name is, so it starts with an S. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but there's these two, uh, I guess, detectives cops. are an interesting, yeah. yeah. They're, they're an interesting addition to the story. They were in something. I, oh, I think they were in either, I forget if it was Future State number one or the second son, the two of them. Uh, so I don't know where they are in uh, in the timeline or where we've seen them before in the timeline, but they're kind of like in between. They're like, we're good, but a lot of the other authorities are not kind of thing. Yeah. Especially the magistrate, yeah. Right, right. Um, so, uh, the seer. The seer, right, which is like Oracle. Right. I didn't think about yeah. that. Yeah. Fake Oracle, yeah. Mm. But yeah, this was great. I really like this. I'm looking mm. forward to number two. I'm hoping that it maintains this quality. Uh, I definitely want to go back and, and read I Am Batman number zero. If anyone down there in the chat has read it, uh, report back. Let us know how you think, how it was. Yeah. Um... Oh, and Mars Comics just says, the more you know. I remember those. Yeah. I remember uh, Conan O'Brien's uh, parodies of those, which were very funny. I don't. Oh, they were very funny. Sounds uh, great. Find them. Find <laughs> them. It was. <laughs> You're right about that. Find them and watch them right now. Uh, all right. Maw, number mm -hmm. one, from Boom Studios. And that is by Jude Ellison S. Doyle and A.L. Kaplan. This is issue number one, a brand new series. And uh, I can't tell you what Diamond has to say about it because I don't. those aren't in the notes. No, um, but we can give the gist was uh, there's two young women sisters go to join this all commune? women kind of, yeah, potentially mystical commune. And uh, there's some some these are like women who have had some very hard experiences, uh, I think, make up a lot of these people here. So, yeah. What do you think? I wasn't particularly interested. No. Um, yeah. Uh, they get invited. These two sisters get invited to this commune to, um, I'm not, I guess, better themselves. I'm not entirely sure what the point is. Yeah, I think I think they've like she they are uh, healing from something or at least one of them is. And the, they're like a very different sisters. And the one of them is into it and like brings the other one there. Um, and one of the things that they're doing is they're having this sort of therapy session where they are holding these little totems and they are revisiting their mm. trauma, uh, whether it be sexual assault or what have you abuse from a partner. And they are, sort of telling the story of what would have happened if um, uh, the guardian spirit had been there with them. Mm. And so she's like, you know, it has long arms, fingers like kitchen knives. It rips out his tongue so he can't talk to me that way. When it spits in his face, it spits lie. His eyes bubble. Let him try to see a problem with that kitchen now. Um, so they're, they're doing this sort of uh, therapeutic kind of thing. But I'm under the impression that these spirits aren't just talk. Um, there's something going thinking, on, right? Yeah, I think we're gonna there's be definitely a magical thing. Seeing some spooky shit happen. Yeah. Um, and so uh, they're at this commune where a lot of them are dealing with the trauma of, I guess, sexual assault and all that sort of stuff. And then the, the, the sister who's the leather jacket, more ruffian kind of less bohemian sister. Black hair as opposed to blonde. Yes, that's how you know. 
Yes. Uh, and she goes to a bar and she gets roofied and sexually assaulted while visiting a sexual assault trauma group. It was a little, I don't know what the phrase is, on the nose, a little coincidental. Well, um, she even said, like, the guy, the one man who's allowed to come into this is like a driver. And um, she he, she drops him, uh, she gets dropped off at this bar and he's like, this is not a fun place. And she's like, I'm not looking for fun. You know, something like, yeah. I don't care what happens kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Very, very, um, well, it was like telegraphing that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and then at the end, she's having a shower and we're seeing this, uh, this woman riding a lizard kind of totem. And then it just stops. It just ends. Uh, so my, my theory is that this was a graphic novel, much like boom studios did wind W Y N D by James Tynan, a very delightful LGBTQ all ages uh, adventure, highly recommend Wind. But, you know, I remember reading that before Wind came out, it was just a graphic novel. And then they decided to split it up into issues. And I have a feeling that's what happened here because mm. it just stops. There's no, it's it not does. a cliffhanger. It's not, you know, a particularly interesting end. So, you know, she's in the shower and she's washing the blood. I'm assuming that's blood going down the drain, even though it's black. Um, oh, I guess that's, that's a, a dream. Yeah, I, I thought it was like just some abstract kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's the blood. Yeah, no, I think I think that's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, that was but, my. So my main issue with it, I think, is, would be explained by that. And it's a it's an issue of pacing with like sometimes first issues that we've read that we think would be better as graphic novels have where I would have liked, if this is a magical kind of place, which I assume that it is, there is like some sort of supernatural thing. Um, I would have liked a little more of that introduced in this issue to see what sort of thing it is to see if I want to read the rest of the story. Like what is the take on, on supernatural stuff that is going to be in this comic, in this story. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to know if there is something supernatural happening, something creepy happening, uh, mm-hmm. other than, you know, obviously the uh, obvious creepiness of sexual assault. Right, of course. Um, something spooky. Um, yeah, yeah, this gives me nothing other than yeah. s- uh, rape. There is a, yeah. Yeah. And the... Um, uh, there's like a leader of the commune who is, they assumed they would be meeting, but it turns out is reclusive from the commune, even, mm-hmm. you know, who has this sort of mystique built up about her. But if this was a graphic novel, then that would all be fine. It would just take a little bit in the beginning to get into maybe. Yeah. Um, I do like the art. Uh, I like the oh. art style a lot. And it's, I think really good for this kind of story. You know, it's, it's a style of art that I like in this you know, pastoral kind of magical story kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it's very cool. Uh, I'm trying to get to Diamond Comics, uh, but it won't. The depiction me. of her assault also artistically is done like it's very evocative. Um, uh-huh. like there's, um, y- you see, 
just kind of a full page of stars and a small panel of her part of her face. And then the next is her sort of on this ocean and this, in this, uh, pose. Oh, with the statue of justice there that references this page. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm on a different tab. Give me a second. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So who is that? Do you recognize her? What am I? The pose? I think that's her sister. Oh, no, I think that's that's right. That's her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I brought up, let's see, mall number one, first look, Boom Studios. Uh, premiere issue of a provocative five issue horror series by award winning journalist and opinion writer. Opinion. He writes opinion opinions. writer. What <laughs> the fuck? Have you ever yeah. heard of it? Opinion writer? We're like, I don't like cows so much. Ah. <laughs> or, uh, Jude, Jude Ellison S. Doyle, Dead Blondes and Bad Mothers, Monstrosity, Patriarchy and the Fear of Female Power, uh, and artist A.L. Kaplan from Jim Henson's The Storyteller Tricksters, um, dragged, drugged, no, dragged by her sister Wendy to a feminist retreat on the remote island of Angesia, Marion Angela Weber hopes to gain some perspective of empowerment that isn't at the bottom of a bottle. But everything is horribly derailed after an assault on their first night there. Violent encounter awakens something in Marion she never imagined, triggering warped mutations in her body ah. and bringing forth a hunger she can't bring herself to name. Mm. When the townsfolk react with suspicion and violence, what unforgivable act will transform Marion into the very monster they've made her out to be? None of that is in this issue. I bet she is like the thing that they that yes. they have trying to been call or trying to call. Yes. Yeah. None of that from the beginning even she is not not looking at the bottom of a bottle <laughs> she yeah. doesn't want to be there at all um yeah. yeah and no hint at all of now that you say it the last page is a hint that something is happening oh yeah it is you so know, if we it, look a little closer right i'm, I'm, yeah. I'm zooming in mm-hmm. she looks like she has this black goop is coming out of her mouth yeah and something on her shoulders too is yeah. Maybe See, changing. I thought that was just because if you look around, hmm. um, the 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 coloring makes it look like the water that's coming out is pink. Yes. And so yeah. it would stand to reason that the water running down her body is pink. Also pink. But I guess that's supposed to be her body mutating. Yeah. And the blood and in the drain is of, like her, you know, from her yeah. change into this thing. That yeah. is none of that is clear. Like one Gosh. more page where her transformation is <laughs> further along or complete. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For sure. Oh, what a bummer. Okay. Yeah. You should not have to read. Oh, Zach Hilton says, what's next, guys? You'll find out when we get there. What? Um, <laughs> let's stop talking about the thing we're talking about to tell you what we're going to talk about a in a minute. preview. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe that's his way of saying stop talking about Maul. Yeah. Well, uh, any- as luck would have it, Zach Hilton. <laughs> yeah. Primordial primordial number one by Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino from image comics. Uh, let's see. I brought up image.com mind bending sci-fi collides with cold war thriller in this six issue miniseries by the best selling and Eisner winning creative team behind Gideon falls in 1957, the USSR 
You don't know how lucky you are. Uh, launched the dog Laika into Earth's orbit. Two years later, the USA responded with two monkeys, Abel and Baker. <laughs> These animals never returned. The original response to one dog is two monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, um... Uh, these animals never returned, but unbeknownst to everyone else, they did not die in orbit. They oh. were taken. And now they are coming home. I can only assume they mean Liam Neeson's Taken. Yeah, they were the movie Taken in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has a very specific set of skills. Yeah. And it is to turn two dogs, uh, one dog and two monkeys <laughs> into a film called Taken. <laughs> um, Zach says Zach says yes it was a subtle way of saying let's move on <laughs> well it worked uh, alright so um, the art fucking Andrea Sorrentino man um, yeah. alright so remember previously when we were talking about Maul just yeah, now I remember that remember that <laughs> yeah and then there was that like one panel of mine. where we were just like, oh, I didn't. That panel's weird. Yeah, I remember. Primordial did the primordial did the same thing. Did it? Like, hold on a second. I'm going to okay. scroll into it real quick. OK. And I'm going to show you this panel. Here it is. Wait. Nope. Not yet. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Yep. There it is. I'm zooming in. First of all, that's uh -huh. cool. There's a, like a Pink Floyd thing uh -huh. from the Pink Floyd album. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've overdone my zooming. I zoom too much. Here we go. There it is. After they what? were taken. Okay. Look at that fucking panel. What are we that looking is... at? All right, that is weird. Right. I do not know who is talking that blob. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, the that is strange. Gonna taken though. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's Liam Neeson's. Yeah, they, it's uh, he's like they were taken the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, at, at that point, so I was into I was all right on the uh, art of regular things of just like people talking on it to each other, but the cosmic abstract stuff I was yeah. into. I was I was oh, into yeah. it, and I was taken with it by that time, Ooh. so I didn't notice that that that, that panel ah. was weird. Yeah, this, so like, like that page spread right here. Oof. Yeah, with Gouges. the cubes coming out of the cube ah. is very cool. Um, and the stuff that he does with the panels of, I think, a few pages earlier when I think it first goes uh, uh, abstract and cosmic with some kind of spherical light or something, and these panels in perspective, kind of uh, like an arch, like a. I don't know what architectural structure you call that, but when there's an arch this? on its side. No, it's early on. It's uh, oh, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the first time you get crazy. Oh, second time. It's the second. Uh, that's the one. Ah, there it is. The previous one that you were. Oh, ah, that one is very cool, too. So we got a lot that's of cool it? panels here. This with the monkey. You had it. Yeah. <laughs> there's uh, a big spit. The one after this. Uh, here we go. Ah! It's <laughs> so there is this suggestion of this, of this white circle at the top. All of these square panels, and some of them are just blocks with little little scientific things looking, and some of them are the one of the monkeys. Um, and then at the bottom, it's 
creating kind of through perspective of individual panels, a circular, you know, kind of round thing coming in, whatever. Yeah. Very cool. Reminds me of like an old, like a Greek uh, column set up in the round. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> also, this was another panel. This was. Top left. Uh-huh. Top left. I think it's a record. No! It's not. That's Why the, would it be a record? The, that's the wheel of the cart that the guy is pushing. That's a weird focus. Right? Yeah. Fuck you, Andrea Sorrentino. God damn it. Yeah, one wrong oh. move, Sorrentino, and, and it's out with you. Two wrong moves. <laughs> yeah, two wrong moves. After all of the cool cosmic stuff that we talked about. <laughs> yeah. It's perfection These two battles, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm interested to see... <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to see what happens, yeah. uh, even though you'll never read this, it again. This page, <laughs> this page is great. This double page spread with the screaming monkey. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's. Oh, awesome. there's one of these. Uh, I think when you at the end uh, after the Pink Floyd page, there's the one uh, is like cubes of what would be the panel is pretty cool. Now I t- I just want to point out that the dog seems telepathic, right? Yeah. Yes. And. Leica, I think, is also Cosmo, right? Or it's at least a very similar story in Guardians of the Galaxy, who is also oh. a telepathic dog that wears a suit with something red on it that looks a lot like this. Wow. So it's interesting. Now, I mean, it's not so far out to think what could happen to the these animals that we launched into space. Mm-hmm. Advancements and telepathy being one of them. But still, it's a... It's quite the similarity. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the art gets mm-hmm. really good. In this, right, it becomes, they jump completely from a uh, much more sort of just graphic, suggestive style. Yeah, like graphics to a traditional comic. Reminds me a little bit of Frank Quitely's art. Oh, yes, very much yeah. so. Very Frank Quitely. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I'm, I'm scrolling that's back good. to see. Yeah, he's the only because I I had assumed that there was another artist involved and that the other artist was going to be drawing the uh, the taken segments. Um, uh, yes, yeah, it's all Andrea. So mm. good job, Andrea. That's you pretty can. cool. You're back in, Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I hope so. I don't want to speak for you. It's just everything. Everything up until that point looks like photographs that he ran through a Photoshop filter. Mm. He like upped the contrast. And yeah. that's that's how you it's got very comedy. like uh, blotchily stylized. Yes, um, which is not a style that I dislike inherently. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it can be very cool, but the stuff that really is is out there is is everything other than that. Um, and the fact that he switches between so many art styles is pretty cool too. Uh, Zach Hilton, I did not read Gideon Falls, although I think I have it. Their previous collaboration, he says, um, he always wanted to try it out and wondered if we had read it and enjoyed it. But I think it looks cool if I'm thinking yeah. of the same thing. Yeah. Zach, uh, I read the first issue and I was intending to finish it. Not the issue, but the series. You finished and the whole issue? I finished the whole issue. <laughs> That's great. That's how you know it's good. Um, but everyone has told me who has read it has told me it's very good. Um, hmm. And it's spooky times. It's September, which is a spooky time, so you should check it. You should read it and check it out and tell us. 
That's your homework, Zach Hilton. Read all of Gideon Falls by next week. And then let me know if I should also do that. I think he has through spooky time. Right. I mean, if it's okay with you. Fine. He has till till the end of October. Okay, cool. (laughs) But you do have to do it. But you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Your existence uh, is a problem. And the existence of everything else, too. (laughs) If you don't do this, (laughs) there is no other thing that can be. There's no other way. Yeah, there's nothing. (laughs) Everything's. But, uh, oh, so, yeah, I mean, those two panels aside, which fuck you, Andrea, it's a very interesting book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm curious to read number two, especially since I know it is a. You know, we didn't really talk about that at all, but the setup with, like, there's something going on. I mean, we didn't talk about. They were taken. They were taken, and we did talk about that. Um, but which I think will be a big part of it. But there's also this other guy who gets, he thinks he's going to be on a new space program and he finds himself dismantling the old one for parts. And then is like contacted by this clandestine organization. That's like, Hey, Hey, you figured out that these animals, you know, something's up with them. So, yeah, I mean, you're also, we're kind of missing or forgetting to, sorry, I'm pouring another drink Mm. that can only help this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he's a black gentleman mm-hmm. back in 1961. Mm-hmm. So when he shows up in his suit and, in his suit and fucking tie, right? Mm-hmm. And the white guy goes, oh, janitor, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> he thought this dude yeah. came to work to right. collect the trash in a suit and tie. Formal janitors uh, are the new wave. <laughs> but he's yeah. from MIT. He thought, you know, and he's he's he came here thinking he was going to be working on the space program. Right. And turns out they're just like, nah, bro, we're just going to we're just wiping everything. And you're here to make sure that everything that needs to be wiped gets wiped. Yeah. Um, Save what you can in the next couple of days. Yeah. If there's and something then he, that you think is good. And, and then, then he immediately discovers something amiss. Well, I think um, somebody planted that. Oh, absolutely. Actually. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I mean, I think yeah. they even said, like, you get the thing that that guy. Left oh, yeah. Right. No, okay, it was yeah, yeah. 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 Um, because they want him. That, that yes. led him to believe that they, uh, the animals were, uh, were taken. Mm-hmm. Liam Neeson's. Yeah. Liam Neeson's taken. So <laughs> I'm interested. Um, I'm definitely going to read. Uh, you know what? I'll mm-hmm. probably wait for the, the trade paperback to be done unless we have to read yeah. it for the show, because it is as it as it is now a peek mm-hmm. behind the sausage, as they say. I I read nothing other than what I have to read for the, the podcast. I have no time, despite owning my own comic book shop, no time to read books mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. aren't for the podcast. Sure. It's you know, uh, yeah, I imagine. I, I often I I have more time, but uh, I often find myself mostly reading the books for the podcast, and then having other ones to set aside. And I'm like, oh, I should get to that. Uh, um, yeah. Now we haven't followed a miniseries in a little while, you know, to do right? one of each thing. So maybe we've read a lot of new number one that I think are for mini oh, number ones of miniseries. Maybe this could be one that we see what's going on if we like issue two. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Hal 2814, long friend of the show, just popped in to say hi. But since y'all moved to Monday nights, I'm about to go into work. And there's Monday night football and my Lions beating Packers 17 to 14 tonight. I'll watch later. Spoiler alert. Does he know the ending score of the game? Is that the- How does he know that? That's interesting. I wonder if that's part of his job. Did he spoil himself? Wow. I mean, that would still be useful. Can you still place bets after the game have started for what will happen at the end? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know how to 
or how those things are done. Uh, well, Hal, it's a pleasure. Thank you for stopping. Yes, in thanks for hi. stopping in. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why our viewership has gone down. I thought Monday nights would be great. It didn't occur to me that there was a sport. Oh, Monday night football. Yeah. It's not it's over. Not over. It's, it's halftime. Half <laughs> <laughs> um, Interesting. So anything right. could happen. Uh, uh, Titans United, number yeah. one of seven. Uh, let's see. I'm just uh, changing the. I got to change the things. Normally, Knowles on the other side, like changing the banners and stuff. The other side of what? <clears throat> <laughs> the Taken. Okay. <laughs> uh, Titans United, number one. Uh, is written by Kevin Scott, who I only know recently because of his work on the Star Wars stuffs. And uh, now... How do you like the Star doing... Wars stuff? Oh, I like it. It's good. Cool. I'm not blown away by it yet, but it's good. It's good. Okay. Uh, let's see. DC Comics has this to say about Titans United number one. The Titans face their greatest challenge. Their own powers, Nightwing, Donna Troy, Superboy, Starfire, Raven, Beast Boy, and Red Hood kick off a thrilling new case that will lead one of their own <laughs> to question. Why would they put that in the solicit? <laughs> and you know how it's I can't even burp on command, so yeah, you're lucky I, unless you are in the thrall of a solicit. <laughs> Yeah, um, not only, question not only their own place on the team, but their very existence. Um, well, so, yeah, basically, I, did basically, they say, do we exist? Is that part of this comic? Yeah. I don't remember that. Uh, <laughs> Where, what's my place on the team? Also, <laughs> am I real? Do I exist? <laughs> Find out next time on Titans United. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I read most of this book. Okay, which part? I parts? think I forgot. I, think I, forgot. <laughs> I, read, I read the middle of four pages. <laughs> well, it's not, most, it's not most, J.D. I, I hate to tell you this, actually. The majority of it left. <laughs> I don't understand how numbers work. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I did. Wait, I missed two pages. <laughs> okay. Uh, the last two? There we go. There we go. Yeah, the last two pages right. of uh, Hawk and Dove show up there. Look at that. You got the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been gisted. What yeah. did you think of Titans United gisted. number one? Like a knighting. <laughs> like if <laughs> someone gets knighted. If you tell somebody the yeah. deal, you, they've been gisted. Yeah. Um, what did I think of it? I liked it, right? I, it was fine. Yeah, I wasn't like... I wasn't blown away by this either, right? I wasn't... Yeah. There was nothing like incredible happening, but... I like all these characters and they were for the most part, ably told. Um, yeah. It was like the Titans doing a thing that, that the Titans get up to. Um, yeah, I was thinking about it. Shut up. I was thinking about it. And uh, I'm wondering, you know how Nightwing feels like Nightwing again. And uh -huh. there's been this return to classic DC storytelling mm -hmm. that we've been applauding. Yes. Is is it also the case here? Like, does this just feel like a like a classic mm -hmm. Titans story? Exactly. Right. Um, you know, it, it's just like the the Titanness of it yeah. is is high. You know, yeah. It feels like a book that might have come out around the two thousand and five, maybe like Jeff Johns era of Titans. Um, yeah. 
that yeah. hits the notes of the Titans pretty well. Now, I think that the abrasiveness of Jason Todd is a little overdone. Yes, he's not traditionally I thought a Titan. that too. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't even know. I think the only reason he's really there uh, is because he's on the the television show now. Oh, it could be. And to stir up trouble, you know. Oh, he does stir up trouble. He stirs the pot. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and also, you know, I like Superboy in this costume. I think I I, I have a soft spot for his original 90s look, but this one is, I think, a great look for Connor Kent with the black t shirt, red emblem and jeans yeah. um i'll tell you what i wouldn't mind the leather jacket i could see that with like, like this look with the leather jacket yeah. with you the yellow vest on the back yeah that would be cool JD, oh, I love I that had, outfit. it's cool i had a black jacket that this was actually shortly before superboy came out and I, so i was just getting it as the superman thing but i had a black jacket the that superman i had man thing yeah, Ooh, it's a great, it's a man thing like you wouldn't believe. You'll be telling everybody about this man thing for the rest of your life. Um, no, so I, I uh, there was an airbrushing place and I got it airbrushed with the yellow uh, S emblem on the back of it. I was like seventh grade. Oh, it was cool. It was mm. very cool. I, I really cherished that jacket. I loved it. So um, uh, where is it now? Might be at my mom's house. I don't know. Okay, you still have it? I, it's not unlikely. I have yeah. a great many of the things that I have owned. <laughs> I, yeah. I am I one to hang on to things. You're a hoarder? Um, um, I wouldn't say hoarder, right? Like, I don't have every magazine. You know, I have, like, right. piled high with stuff. But uh, I, like to, I like to hang on to things, you know? Sure. Maybe yeah. it'll come in handy later. I have a lot of... I like to look at things that I've had for a long time and... Think of the passage of that time, you know. Um, so that would be a sweet <laughs> look for him. Yeah. Somebody needs to let well, somebody needs to let DC know about that. Uh, I think it's interesting because if you do too many characters that have civilian clothes, it's not great, but right. it works for him. Um, yeah. So and and the, it's got like a like a cool super hook to the story. This guy absorbed all their powers and then exploded and they got to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, the art is just barely serviceable. It's good enough. The art is just good enough. Yeah. It's very comic art. There's no, there's no different things happening. Joie de vivre. There's no Jean de Vivre. And um, so we're viveless, but it's fine. It's good. <laughs> I would, I would, I wish they would joie a little bit more. You want a little more? Yeah. 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 Joie that Vivre. Like a scotch more Vivre. Get it in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Uh, yeah. But that's the thing, though. Um, mm-hmm. it, it is, it is, does feel like classic um, Titan storytelling. Mm. But not a, not good enough for me to be like excited about it the way I am about Nightwing or about um, yeah. some of the other DC books that are going on. Mm-hmm. This just feels fine. Yeah, I'm still I'm glad that this is the fine level of DC at the moment. You know, at any publishing line, there will be some things that are uh, hopefully some things that are great, and then you know, there's some that are that are just like kind of. Uh, 
more regular standard books, right? Yeah. And this is a very serviceable uh, book for DC, and I like that this is the direction of the overall sort of yeah. sort of comics. Um, and I like that Hawk and Dove have been introduced there at the end. I always thought they were oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I never thought they were cool, but never, ever they are the, they were cool? I never ever once thought they were cool. What about when Hawk was Monarch? Fuck you. You didn't like son of a bitch. No. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Mars comics is asking, Oh no, what happened in what, in what, uh, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> what, <laughs> That's what I'm what asking. Do you, what do you want to know about in what, what realm? Yes. Yeah. Like, did, are we not broadcasting anymore? It looks like we are. Was it about, I, you know, I didn't even think it was about us. I thought it was some, uh, in uh, something in the comic uh, or in the uh, larger uh, reality. I don't know. Mars Comics, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Tell Get us up with what you're talking about. Um, so that oh, those are the weeks. Yeah. What? What? Oh, I was going to say Superboy is losing his powers, too. So. Oh, that's the other thing. Yeah. Who knows what's and happening then, yeah. there? And as you were saying that earlier, um, although I do like the line, uh-huh. I thought Nightwing was the only dick on the team. Yeah. That's a good line. Yeah. And it also works if, like, if somebody were to overhear them, that's still okay. They wouldn't yeah. know that his name was also his Dick. Name is Dick, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know what, Brian? Thank you for bringing that up. You're welcome. Remember years ago during mm-hmm. Villains United or Villains Month or whatever the fuck it was when um, everyone found out that Nightwing was Dick Grayson? Yeah, and then he got shot in the head. Yeah. So What they, happened to that? Batman made it seem... Well, I think Lex Luthor might have been involved. That um, by shooting him in the head, I think is what that he had died, and I, yeah, I guess everybody went up, went about their business, <laughs> and, and <laughs> they didn't think about it anymore. Like, Dick <laughs> yeah. Grayson is a character again, and so is Nightwing. Right. There's like he's back, and Nightwing is around, but no, he had died. So what I guess a coincidence! He yeah. Right gotcha. when Nightwing stopped showing up, or no, he changed his costume at the time, or something. Jesus. Yeah, All right, we're just gonna point. forget. We're just there was a complete uh, reality restoration that happened in, since that time. So maybe yeah. without addressing it, that's something that happened here. Uh, all right, whatever, yeah. fine. That's cool. the week's books. That's it. That's that's all we were. We could be bothered to read this week. It's true. However, um, we did watch. Wait, JD, oh. wait. Huh. What about this thing that can let people deliver money to us? Oh, I like money. Is there? Yeah. And you like to have it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't just I like I don't just like to look at it from around. afar. Right. No, actually, <laughs> if anything, that maybe bothers you a little to see like a pile of money that isn't yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what if you wanted it? Oh, from we're, not, the... we're not done, Mars, but go on. Mars yeah. is like, great show, guys. Still wish Lynn comes back soon. Thank yeah, you. We're no, not it's, done. It's, it's continuing. This, in yeah. fact, this is maybe one of the more important roundabout parts <laughs> where we find out about Patreon.com. Hopefully, if JD yeah. will uh, clue us in. Sla- J- Patreon.com slash Johnny Destructo is a place that you can go and help us do the show. 
Um, that's because I never set it up under Colts Pop for some reason. I did it under Johnny Destructo because I also do artwork. Um, you can you can join us. Uh, there's many different tiers that you can help us out with. A dollar a month, five dollars a month. I'm about to start a sticker club, which is going to be six dollars a month. And uh, I will be sending every month. I will design and print a new sticker and I will send it to your home or I guess wherever you want me to send it. it doesn't have to be to your home. You can send I, I, you can send it to you your grandmother. It to somebody else. You can send it to somebody else. Like whatever you want to do. To send it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, for instance, I just did a Laszlo sticker, Suck Blood, mm. Fuck Forever, um, from... Um, what We uh, Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. So everyone gets that show. one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I did that this month just for shits and giggles. But um, I am going to be doing a brand new one every month. Cool. Oh, that's very cool. Uh, hey JD, um, hey, can I mention my uh-huh. my girlfriend's brother has made with another person um, a video game that is available on Steam now. It's called Burn Me Alive. It's oh my a God. surreal horror uh, game where you have to like you don't it. know uh, what of the game is real and what is not. You're wandering around this this factory where um, the main character who you play as his family he believes was was killed and uh you have to figure out uh, puzzles and that kind of thing it's from asd studio i was released just earlier this month 16.99 on steam and uh i i heard a bit about it and i wanted to share that with you guys in the hopes that you would go and purchase it on steam and play it um because it's my girlfriend's brother's video game so yeah you know what else would help? Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash Johnny Destructo and you give us money, that way I could afford a new laptop or PC in order to play Steam and then also yeah. buy this game. Yeah, yeah. So I can't do play that. anything on Steam. <laughs> oh, no? Well. My computer is too old. Oh, that's a bummer. Because um, yeah. it seems like a cool game. I heard some of the promo stuff for it. Yeah. Uh, you I know, love they. horror games. Yeah, and it's interesting. And he made it. So they're uh, in Armenia, and they're but they're marketing the game worldwide. And I did a little. They had a translation of the you know the synopsis and that kind of thing. And so sure. I helped turn it into more. They you know they had gotten it translated, but I yeah. speak English natively, and so certain things that are not wrong, but yeah, don't sound you. as well. You know what I'm talking you did some about? Some tweaking, exactly. And yeah. uh, I'm not sure if they used any of that, but I, it let me know a little bit about what the game was about. And, yeah. uh, and it was a fun process. And I saw some of the images and heard the, some of the voices. So, yeah, burn me alive in any flame I see you, it says. I wonder if I hold my phone up here. You can oh, see. On, gonna... There we go. There we go. That's some of the nice. artwork. Yeah. Explore a surreal world, solve puzzles, fight monsters, and get to the bottom of the mystery of this compelling horror thriller. That sounds cool, actually. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big uh, horror game fan. I like like nice. Evil um, and uh, Alien Isolation was a good one. Um, trying oh, cool. to figure out how to put us both back. There we go. Ah. Ah. Hey. <laughs> um, so cool. yeah. Well, thank you for letting me mention that. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, so. Um, <laughs> Spooky time is upon us, and I watched, uh, I started and finished one movie called, uh, uh, Wally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
the the herd, about? The herd and the scene the scene and the herd the herd and the so scene not Something children like from the early 1900s right were neither seen seen or, or no they were seen and uttered they were seen i forgot you there can see go. the children they just yeah but not speak. heard yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, things heard and seen. It's a horror thriller, 2021. It's an hour and 59 minutes, starring Amanda Seyfried, Natalie Dyer, who you may, you would know from Stranger Things, James Norton, uh, and some other folk. Karen Allen. If you remember Karen Allen from Starman, Jenny Hayden. I never, I never saw Starman. Is that from David Bowie's hey. Starman? It's from the 80s. From the, it's from the 80s. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I didn't see you it. You never saw Starman. Oh, that's yeah. all right. So oh, um, <laughs> I, I'm here to tell you I don't recommend it. Okay. Not Starman. Not this other No, Starman, I highly recommend. Highly recommend Starman. Okay. Uh, things heard and seen uh, based on the novel All Things Cease to Appear by Elizabeth Brundage. That's a weird switch. All yes. Things Cease to Appear is things seen and heard almost the yeah. opposite right <laughs> it sounds like of that thing yeah uh so basically 1979 um this couple moves from manhattan to um a farmhouse in upstate new york and uh you know the the husband there's some weird things that aren't quite right with the husband we're starting to find out some things may or may not be true about him uh but then there's also like spooky ghost shit going on and it you know at 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 best it is mildly engaging. It's like oh okay there's there's like a spooky stuff happening in the house. What's going on with the husband? And then the end of the movie, literally my wife and I were watching it and uh, it uh, the credits rolled, and we 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 looked at each other and went, that's it. What? Like it's one of those endings. Mm. Um, is it one where like they? leave it ambiguous intentionally or just kind of stop. Yes. You know what? I am now, I am no longer into those kinds no. of movies, right? No. Maybe I found it interesting the first couple of times that I saw something like that. And it was like, Oh, what an interesting thing. And I, I still wasn't super into it, but yeah. finish the story. Tell yeah. me what happened in this thing, you know? Yeah. So uh, things seen and heard or heard and seen, yeah. Uh, don't recommend it. You saw and hear, and heard it, but you yeah. don't. You don't think anybody and, should. And then and now I'm mad. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then last night we started watching Kate. Oh, a movie, not a spooky right? not movie. Not a person. Right. It it's, wasn't okay. just a woman that we were spying on. Right. Uh, it's, Wouldn't that uh, be an interesting? Um, she could have. You could have contracted with her, and you're like, you know, I'll give you a hundred dollars a month, and we see we just your watch. real life yeah. in person. It looks like a reality experience of Kate. Yeah. But that's like not uh, the Truman happens. show. Like the Truman show, but she yeah. knows about it. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't interact with you. Right. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so this is a 2021 film called Kate. It's a thriller adventure and it stars Mary Elizabeth Winstead. From Scott uh, Pilgrim. Woody Harrelson. From Cheers. And other people. <laughs> and uh so uh, so i had wound up watching a movie with will smith called gemini man oh how is that it's, it's it's fun it's fun it's the one where he's fighting yeah. a clone of himself no, like a younger version of yeah. himself right yeah, yeah yeah 
It's I, I quite liked it. And cool. I didn't realize that Mary Elizabeth Winstead in that movie becomes like she's a badass. Oh. She's an action hero in her own right. Oh. Just in this movie. I was like, oh shit, she can handle is herself. It, it's awesome. And I said, true? I would I would watch a Mary Elizabeth Winstead action movie. I hope I hope she gets more work from this, you know, doing more physical action stuff. Mm. And she fucking did, dude. Oh. Kate is a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We haven't. We only watched like half of it so far, uh, but it is off to a great start. It is, cool. it is an action movie. It is brutal, and she does not. She gives no shits, oh. and uh, she this takes all sorts of damage. Give right. Yes. Here, enjoy this poop. Almost more. If you didn't care for somebody, you would give them shits. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I do give uh, a shit to you. Yeah. Now get out of my face. <laughs> my estimation of your whole thing. Yeah. Get out. So uh, she uh, was that, she yeah. was a the huntress, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she was great as the huntress. Yeah. yeah. What was that in uh, Birds of Prey? Birds right? of Prey. Yeah. Yep. She was my cool. favorite part of uh, that movie, I think. Yeah, I have not seen it. Oh, uh, it's fun. Hmm. Um, so oh, yeah, Kate, I, I recommend Kate. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Um, also, you like this? I'm doing something different now. What is it? I wasn't sure if I could pull it off. I can't tell if it's weird or not. I've trimmed most of my beard mm-hmm. and I've left my mustache only slightly more interesting thick right I think, it, I think it's working see it, mm-hmm. see it? I, I'm, so it's I like, see nothing but it it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like having a mustache without uh-huh. having the balls to actually just have a mustache yeah well yeah. it's a whole it's like a gradient it's like shades of yeah. facial hair it's cool it's a faux stash a faux stash <laughs> a fustache. <laughs> yeah, um, I That's usually great. call. Uh, mu- I, in, usually, listeners. I usually call mustaches molestashes because um, they're <laughs> creepy. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Right? They're not like there could be a time and go. place. There you go. There you go. Oh, and just walk around like that for like a week and see how you feel. <laughs> and if you see how people food, respond how people react. to it. Listen, exactly. is this creepy? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> why would they think that was creepy, holding your hand up like that? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, these, yes. these drinks are delicious. Excellent, excellent. Mm. Um, uh, say... Uh. Did you watch What If this week, J.D.? Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I went on two tangents about movies nobody cares or asked about. No, that, what was, if? Yes. that was one tangent about two movies. Thank you. I mean, you very clearly at the top said, I watched two movies. So Thank, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the intention was to discuss What If, as we do every week uh, that an episode has come out. Uh-huh. And so this week we had a, an episode featuring Black Panther. Um and uh, well, Killmonger. Briefly, briefly featuring Black Panther. Well, the mythos, the mythos of uh, the Black yeah, Panther. Of course. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a Black Panther. That's a good point. Show, right? Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, from, and Tony from, Stark, of course, plays and a Tony major Stark, role. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think someone mentioned diminishing returns for what if. That'd be an interesting name for a show. Right, <laughs> it gets canceled six issues uh, episodes in. Weird. Um, uh, and while I agree, uh-huh. I still don't. I'm still not bothered. I haven't watched an episode of What mm-hmm. If and been like, "Oh, what a waste of my half hour." Yeah. I've enjoyed all of the episodes, but to lesser and lesser degrees. Really? Because uh, you know, to be honest, yeah. starting off with Captain Carter, 
Mm-hmm. Like it was cool. That was that that was that's the that episode, cool. right? Like that was really good. So everything since then has been not quite as good as the Captain Carter episode for me. What was the second one? Oh, another good one. That was T'Challa as Star Lord. That was really good. You know right? what was different about those two is that characters find themselves in different roles. Yes, and that is not something that has happened in any of the other ones mm-hmm. until this one a bit. But it's very it's very different. Um, the the zombie one was just like, what if there were zombies? <laughs> and yeah. and uh, what was the one after that with Doctor Strange? Oh, that, what if Doctor Strange least, turned actually, bad? That's my least favorite one. Yeah, yeah. My my issue with this one is out of all of them, this one is the most part of a story as opposed to a story about what if, right? They introduce what if, so it's what if Killmonger saved Tony Stark and he does not enter the situation where he becomes Iron Man, but he takes Killmonger into the fold of Stark Industries and they, uh, and they go from there. What is, uh, mm-hmm. What's that Killmonger guy? He says, I've got a feeling that these what if stories will somehow tie into each other by the end of the season. Yeah, we were wondering that as well. In fact, I've seen a trailer that references the multiverse's greatest heroes just recently came out and it shows, among other people, Killmonger from this episode. And I believe Captain Carter is there. And I think that's a little bit of why some of these later ones don't feel quite as full is because they are building to something, but without telling you at all that they are building to something, you don't get that from the story. And this one, I think most of all, you have all the events of this story and they go differently and and Killmonger worms his way into uh, uh, Wakanda and the role of the Black Panther and and all that stuff um, under false pretenses. But Shuri figures it out and... They, uh, they, they're like, we got to stop him. And then that's it. (laughs) That's the end of it. And the other ones have left more interesting stuff maybe after the story, but this one feels like there is a conclusion to the story that hasn't, or or even the main action of the story that hasn't, that hasn't quite happened yet. Uh, That I'm interested to see, you know, but yeah. Um, I think part of the problem is with this show, Mm -hmm. they only have, the movies of the Marvel universe to mm. pull from. Whereas mm. the what if comic books have decades and decades of comic books to pull from. Mm. They can't just go um, and, and, and reference something from the comic books. It all has to be MCU related. Sure. Yeah. Um, is there one that you think you would like to see? Like what if a what yeah. if thing? Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Um, yeah, some kind of. Huh. What about you? Have anything that you've, you know, what if this or that happened? Well, let's. Here's the thing. Uh, what is it? What if is a Disney Marvel joint? Sure. Star Wars is also a Disney Marvel joint. Now, hang I on would a like second. a. I would like a What <laughs> If Star Wars series. That doesn't sound. Oh, you would like a What If Star Wars series, like not. Yes. What if Star Wars crossed over with the Marvel Universe? Yeah. Not to say you wouldn't want that. To, not to say that you wouldn't right. want to see that, but that's not what you're saying now. No. Okay. What if I changed Star the Wars? parameters of my question to you because you I, I really would like to see a what if Star Wars. What if, what would you like to see of what if Star Wars? 
What if Qui-Gon Jinn lived? Oh, interesting. He had all these plans. Yeah. Like, he was Anakin's surrogate father Im immediately upon mm -hmm. it being introduced to him. And mm -hmm. I've just, ever since, every time I watch episode one, the only interesting thing about that story is I would like a what if Qui-Gon lived mm -hmm. and was able to actually raise Anakin. Mm -hmm. What would be different? I don't think he ever would have become Darth Vader if, if Qui-Gon mm -hmm. was able to yeah. keep his promise. That would be an interesting what if in itself. Just what if Anakin didn't and never went to the dark side? Yeah, would be a, would be an interesting tale. Um, I don't know, but the MCU. What major moments do I wonder? Well, <laughs> while you're thinking of that, yeah, yeah. R says, "Oh yes, that would be a cool Star Wars what if." And Robert Monroe says, "What if Cap didn't return all the Infinity Stones?" Mm. Oh, what if? Yeah. The storytellers actually went through and explained what the fuck happened with Bruce and uh, the Hulk <laughs> in between uh, Infinity if? War and Endgame. That's more of what it is about our world yeah. that somebody reading a story about <laughs> other people reading fictional yeah. stuff would do. <laughs> I'm just saying, they set up an entire storyline about yeah. Bruce Banner, and yeah. they were like, fuck it, he's the scientist Hulk now, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That, that was one of the big it. questions from Infinity War that I was like, man, yeah. I can't wait, like, why isn't Hulk coming out? Is it, just because Hulk. He got, yeah. is it just because he got beat by Thanos? Like, what? how are they going to change that? Like, what's going on? Fuck it, he's both of them now, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a snarky answer. I apologize. What's an actual good one? But what um, if the Avengers didn't break up? Oh, you know, right. What if the events of Civil War didn't either didn't happen or didn't lead to them? You know, they all chip. Oh. That would be a cool two what if companion series, right? What if they all signed the Sokovia Accords? Yeah. What if none of them signed the Sokovia Accords? Oh, yeah. You could have and like then, a so if all of them are on the run. In that way, right. There's no yeah. civil war, but they, oh, that would be pretty cool. That's yeah. my answer. That's what I want to say. Okay, that's a good one. Thank you. Um, hmm. Ooh, or what if they collected all of the Infinity Stones before Thanos? Yeah. You know, Tony Stark figures out a way to use them. And like, what can, what does he do with all the Infinity yeah. Stones? Yeah. But I'd rather he see the created, other He already created Ultron. Yeah. Like, but he's so not... He's not he's above not fucking up, is what I'm saying. That's true. Maybe it should be somebody else. I don't know. Um, well, it's like a council, right? Like each Avenger has an Infinity Stone. They mm -hmm. have to come together to do, and that's like the how Illuminati. they can do it. Like the yeah. Illuminati. And in the MCU, it's hard to wield, right? So he could, yep. that's why that's a good story reason that each one has one instead of everyone has one. But I, I still would rather see the what if Civil War 2 pack. What if Civil War? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, wait. Now, hang on. We also talked about talking about Reservation yeah. Dogs, which is a show uh, that is on, well, it's available on Hulu. I don't think that it premieres anywhere else, but you can watch it on Hulu. Have you heard anything about this show, JD? I have heard that it is by Taika Watiti. Mm hmm. And That's it. another fellow uh, whose name I don't have. <laughs> Uh, right off the top of my head, but they are friends. Taika Waititi and he co-created it, and then I believe this other guy is the guy that is really responsible for the running of the show and like the the 
real making of it. Um, so it's a show um, about Sterling you know, Harjo, Har- um, Bobby yeah. Wilson. The uh, Sterling Hard Harjo, maybe. Um, he is a Native American. Four indigenous teenagers in rural Oklahoma steal, rob, and save in order to get to the exotic, mysterious, and faraway land of California. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's about a lot more than that. It's storytelling. Like, it is about that, but the storytelling style is uh, like a magical realism kind of thing. Very light. Most of it is this kind of character like very fully realized (laughs) like you feel that these are people kind of characters um just going about their lives in this uh they're most most of the people 99 percent of the people are indigenous people living on a reservation somewhere in the midwest and they are living lives of borderline poverty you know the way in which I believe, unfortunately, many reservations are. Um, They live in that kind of like, you know, kind of housing. And these four teenagers, one of their friends has died, yeah, like a year before the story starts. And they have decided to be, um, they've decided to be like, they like steal copper wire and stuff and Mm. they steal a chip truck and then in one of the early episodes, one of the guys is visited by this spirit of an indigenous person from Custer's battle oh. who died, who died. He was like, I, you know, I was a great warrior. But I didn't get to do it. Like I, he was killed in this like mishap riding oh, to shit. the battle, you know? So now he wanders in the realm of the dead and like offers advice or that, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and he hasn't shown up in a little while, but there's other kind of like stuff. There's like, Definitely, it's not just magical realism. There's like some actual magical stuff happening. Um, and they speak in an interesting and I believe authentic way. Like they put these exclamations, which I, I would assume is the way that they talk, which you, which I associate with uh, like Hollywood portrayals of Native American spiritual rituals, but that are used as sort of like conversationally for emphasis. Uh, is really interesting and um, it's just uh, it's a very it's a very cool tale and I'm very it feels like an independent movie that I'm watching and I don't know if you did you ever watch Mr. Robot yes Um, one of the things I loved most about Mr. Robot was the pre-title sequences right Mm -hmm. and they would do these very cool opening stuff and then Mr. Robot would flash up on on screen and they do the same thing with reservation dogs uh, flashes up on screen and it just puts you in that mood. And it's, it's, it's very cool. I saw a lot of the same actors are actors also in another show, which is the writer's room is majority indigenous people called Rutherford falls, uh, which is also a really good show. It's got Ed Helms and Michael Schur co-created it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And those are Michael Schur, Like, I mean, the good place, uh, mm-hmm. parks and rec, um, uh, Brooklyn nine, nine, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and is, I think Moe's in the office and also helped yeah. create the awesome. office. Yeah. 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 Um, 
I can't believe cool that that guy is is one of the yeah, right? co-creators. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fucking right, most. Like main writers, I think, right? Yeah. Um, he's so he's so weird. Yeah. yeah. I can still I can still see his run. Yes. When they're, when they're was, driving up to the shroom moving. farm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is great. I mean oh, fuck. almost every show that he has done, yeah. I've been like, this is a great show. And uh Rutherford Falls is one too. And I noticed a lot of the same actors and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I thought, oh, I, I bet it's because there's not a lot of native actors. Yeah. Like, well, that sucks. That are, but, yeah. you know, so hopefully that will change. Yeah. Um, but all of these people are really good and it's nice to see them. Um, yeah. You know, some of these people are playing like completely different roles and doing yeah. it very well. And it's cool. So, I yeah, I recommend um, Reservoir Dogs. I think it's about six episodes in on Hulu. And it. it's a real kind of like a good show to get absorbed in, I would say. Yeah. I'll yeah. definitely check it out. Nice. Especially now that we're caught up on Why the Last Man. We watched the first three episodes that were released. So, cool. uh, okay. yeah, uh, that's a very good show. That's Is awesome. It? It's, it's doing the comic book a lot of justice. It's you really know, I good. never read the comic and I, it was always ah! on my list and I never, you know, I just never got so to it. So good. That's what I hear. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, that's it. Uh, we have to cut this short because not cut it short. It's we're actually not that short. Come to it. Yeah, we're going to yeah. come to a logical conclusion, conclusion. because <laughs> I've drunk too much and I'm in so much pain. I need to make my bladder gladder. Um, so Ooh. thank you so much is, for is hanging out with us. Phrase? Nah, it's just something I made up. I liked it. Um, so uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Patreon.com slash Johnny Destructo. Join now. Well, don't join now. Join soon. I'm going to make a sticker club. Uh, join tier now. on that. Why not join now? Well, you know what? Join now. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, and uh, like, thank you, Dan McGurk, who just signed up for a five dollar tier, which uh, it's just Great. to get a crisp high five uh, when you visit me at the store. And um, uh, you know what, Rob? Uh, what am I? Uh, what's his name? Kevin. I think Kevin, Kevin was my, no Kevin was one of my uh, Patreon patrons, mm-hmm. and I noticed that he dropped eleven cents. He changed yes. his. He changed his uh, subscription from $10 mm-hmm. to what? 89 cents, uh, $9 and 89 cents. Yeah. And I said, what the, f- what? Yeah. 11 cents? What? So I had to, what like, I didn't want to, I reached to out to him. <laughs> right. I was like, do I reach out to him and ask what that's about? Like, I don't want to seem like I noticed that you dropped 11 cents and now I'm offended that you, you like, dropped hey, what's, 11 cents. What's with the 11 cents less, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> Where's what your the, 11 cents that you owe what's me? What's up? Yeah. Right. Um, so uh, I, I said, listen, I just got to I got to ask about the 11 cents. It's I, I don't care. It's not a big deal. It was just it's such a specific number. Yeah. And he said, LOL, I'm dying. Check out your your total income. So I was like, all right, I check it. Sixty nine dollars. And JD, now that's the uh, slang term for a sexual act. Yeah, right? it is. Where you get yeah. into sort of a shape that could be represented by yeah. a six and a nine. And you know what? You yeah. know what I really like about the sixty-nine sexual um, position Orgasm? is that is that no, it's that, you uh, like you're, that? you're both you're both uh, working so uh, hard on mm-hmm. uh, pleasing the other person uh-huh. that you're barely able to uh, focus on what's happening in your nether regions. Is that right? So Katie, you nobody succeeds in, in a sixty-nine. <laughs> I feel like um, people need now, to be talking you about this more. Lay down side by uh-huh. side because I have to imagine that is very difficult. I don't know anybody who's successfully accomplished that. 
You know what I mean? Oh, like, like, like this? That's what I'm saying is like that. See, side by side. Oh, like that sounds... on a piece of paper. I think right. that would be tough. You think it sounds great? Oh, side by side sounds good. Oh, but you gotta, you're getting crushed by a leg and worrying about crushing somebody else with your, well, maybe well, not. Well, if I'm on top, listen, if I'm on top, I'd rather be on bottom. If we're going to be on top, they're side by side. We're saying, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying if like, if you're doing top and bottom, oh, in the regular, yeah, 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 I'd rather be on the bottom. Cause I'd rather get sure. smushed than uh-huh. worry about well, smushing. choking someone to death. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're probably <laughs> because of the mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> of I gotta the keep my hip. I gotta yes. keep my hips to a certain level, otherwise. Oh, I thought you like, meant it's your massive penis. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, my massively yeah. average penis. <laughs> massively average yeah. would also be a good name for a TV show. I think about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, X X X extremely mild. <laughs> XX extremely mild. <laughs> uh, Dan H says, OMG, I caught the last few minutes live. <laughs> I'm oh, so yes. sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right. Yeah, I got, really got to go to the bathroom. I'm, I, it's, I'm in pain. My, okay. my bladder is upset. All right, um, join well, us. Dad, just wait. <laughs> join us uh, next Monday at 9 p.m., where we will mm-hmm. talk about more comics and probably more sexual positions. Email us at coltpopgo yeah. at gmail.com with your sexual questions, yeah. and we'll answer them live ones? on the show. I don't think so. Like an 83? <laughs> Can you do that? What? Are there any other number ones? Oh, like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. me and my wife did an 83 oh, last night. An 83. That's, you can do that's, that just, yeah. that's just where um, your hips hurt. How about then? Like a six ninety six. Oh, I wish person. that sounds great. Right? Exactly. That means that means someone's getting my butt in their face. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Someone's All right, guys, we have face in your butt. Shut up so that I can pee. <laughs> I'm in so much pain. Love you guys. Uh, we'll talk at you later. Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horrorcast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA. Yeah. This is